talk about that one. In the last song, uh, we, we sang that my God is real. Mm. And we feel that, right? Yeah. Also said that he washed me and made me whole. Mm. How many of us here now feel that we are whole, we are we're perfect, we are as we should be, as we can be? Probably not everybody. No. Um, but that's what God says. He's washed us. Yeah, Communion. There's no sin. Well, there is sin, but he does not see any sin in us. Mm. That's what Michael was sharing in the, in the Communion. And I think it was a really powerful story. I, I got the long version last week when Mike came back from, from Rome and he went through more detail about how the, 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 the dome is actually getting tighter and tighter when you go in, up there and then you need to hold on to a rope and avoid the other other people coming back. Yeah. So I think it's it's um it's a, just a great reminder that these things have been there for two thousand years, mm. and we can take a, a short flight and go and see them. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, what I want to talk to about today, not the dead people, but dead dreams. Oh. How many of us? How many of you? have had a dead dream. I think this should be where most of the hands should actually come come up. Because <laughs> uh, it's, um, we dream, we, we, we wish for things, we have aspirations. Um, at different stages of life, they're, they're different. And sometimes they don't come, come to be. But God wants us to Keep having dreams. So we talk about a little bit about dreams. What are they? Um, we might have good dreams. We might have bad dreams. We might have daydreams, sweet dreams. Um, are dreams just just dreams? Are they something to aspire us or inspire us, get us going, and go and do go the extra mile to? Give us extra energy, confidence in helping us on our way. Or are they a false reality? Like in films, you go talk about Hollywood. It's all fluffy and pink and or you go to to Bollywood and it's all song and dance. <laughs> or you go to to Nollywood and it's all drama. Well life's Life can be all of those things, but I think it's, it's also a way where God talks to each one of us. <coughs> and, and God's given us the Holy Spirit to be with us all the time. He said, I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to be your counselor. I'm going to show you the right way. What we need to do in, in, in the daytime, we read, we pray, we meditate, we spend time with God, but when we sleep, literally sleep, God has a lot of time to work with us. Mm. Um, and he works in our thoughts and then puts things together. And sometimes these dreams can be very vivid. You wake up and say, that was like reality. And in the morning you, you, you remember it for a little bit. If you don't write it down, it's gone. Mm. It may come back next night <coughs> or in a year's time, but it's still there. What kind of dreams do you have? Small dreams, big dreams, impossible dreams? 
Anybody had a dream lately? <laughs> Heather. It would, it would be really good to pick up on those dreams because I think that those are things that are close to us. I, I think they are thoughts in the making. Perhaps they could be a precursor to a prayer or something to pray about. They might be our worries, sometimes our fears come together. Uh, like I said, different ages and, and times we have different dreams. It could be like when, you, when, you, when you're growing up, um, uh, perhaps something to do with school or life or so. Uh, when we get to the adulthood, it's, 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 it's finding perhaps a, a spouse, a, a partner, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, the perfect job. Uh, could be a house that has many rooms, and reality probably is something a little different. Well, actually, one of the most common dreams is that you're in a house, in your dream, and, and there are many rooms, and you don't quite seem to find your way. Anybody had one of those dreams? Quite a few. Or it could be uh, some place where, where there's a lot of things, and you're not quite sure where God's, God's going to take you. But anyway, so these, these things happen. Um, but what if the dreams don't come true? Dreams die. We're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and, and things like that. And things life's going to be great, and then life happens. It doesn't work that way. Mm, yeah. uh, what happens to us? It's it's very discouraging. It, it can be we're kind of being pushed down and contained, and uh, and somehow feels like. We don't even want to try anymore. Yeah. You might get depressed and say, well, what, what's, what's the meaning of it? Like, it won't work anyway. <clears throat> and that's Satan's ploys, yeah. plots to actually not get us where we can go, not where God wants us to go, and what, what God has in plan for us. We know in the, the scripture in Jeremiah uh, that says that he's got a, a plan for us. Mm. Uh, in Jeremiah uh, 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, mm -hmm. plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. Hope and a future is here today, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's, it's a promise that stays. It might not feel like that, like, like uh, Cyrus is away here, it didn't go quite as he planned. Uh, then, I will call, uh, then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. God's always said that he's there. We need to be close to him. He's always close to us. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now, it also says that we need to love God. We, we heard this on Friday. With all, your, all our hearts, our mind um, and our strength. And with that mind is also when we dream. Um, what do we do when the world runs dry? Life happens. Where do we get encouragement? We need to go close to God. In good times and bad. Yeah. Uh, often actually when things are going well, we don't really remember God that much. It's okay. Uh, I just go, we come to church and it's, it's fine and we might tell it's, it's been a good week. But when things go really bad, it's easier to get closer to God. Uh, 
So let's have a look at, um, at our character for today. Joseph. Uh, there's many characters in the Bible who dream. Um, there's Abraham, there's David, there's a lot, a lot of these Solomon dreams, a lot. Uh, and quite often it is that in a dream that God came to me. Or an angel of God appeared in a dream to me and told me this. All the prophets did this. And it's God talking through these dreams and passing on his message. Sometimes it's personal, but sometimes it's for, for a bigger group. Now, Joseph, um, if you go turn into uh, Genesis 37, and that's where we're going to be for the, for the rest of the story. And actually, this is a very long story. It's, it's um, I think, 14 chapters in Genesis which is one of the longest single passages of a, of a person. Probably the, the longest if you don't talk about Job. That didn't go really well for Job most of the time either. But in the end, God blessed him abundantly. So the situation here is, is if, if we um, read from 37 uh, verse 1. Now, Jacob lived in the land where his father, Isaac, uh, had stayed Jacob has stayed in the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob. It's interesting, it talks about the 14 chapters being about Jacob, although it talks about Joseph most of the time. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bila and the son of Silva, his father's wife, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his sons. Is that fair? Well, that's just, just life. Um, because he had been born to him in his old age, and he made a richly ornamented robe for him. Now, there were 11 other brothers. How do you think they felt? When this young guy, 17, comes in and... and, and we know that the, the story of the amazing um, dream code. And he was obviously the favorite. Uh, his brothers didn't really take it well. And what we see that is, is, first of all, Joseph had a dream. He already was this, this young chap who's been lifted up. Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. But that's family love. <laughs> Sibling rivalry, perhaps. But he said to them, listen to this dream I had, and it's about me, jo Joseph, not, not about others. Uh, we were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and started upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. <laughs> so he doesn't really make it easy for himself, does he? <laughs> but he's confident that he's, um, uh, he's doing well, and uh, he's not afraid to speak out. Sometimes we're not like that. Obviously, you need to do that with humility, mm. um, which I think Joseph was about to learn uh, through these chapters. But the idea was that he had a dream. And where do you think this dream came from? Probably came from God, yeah. um, as actually quite a lot of these dreams. So what happened next is he had another dream. And he told it to his brothers, listen to it, I had another dream. It's getting better. Uh, and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. 
<laughs> what do you say? It's, he's not really making it easy for himself. <laughs> it might be true that he saw this dream. He wasn't questioning that at all. But he's, he's setting the scene that, okay, well, this is not going to go well. And, and it, it reads just a few, few chap, uh, uh, passages down there. Here comes the dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him. And throw him into one of these cisterns and say that the ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes out of his dreams. Now, we're still talking about family here. And it's, sometimes it can be pretty bad. You talk to Mo and Michelle and sometimes the boys will have a little, little fight. But it's not this bad. Mm. But this is human nature. Mm. Um, first, first they kill him and then they throw him in a system which is like, like a deep well. And then they tell a big lie. Mm. But that's not really how life should, 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 should come on. But this is, this is where Joseph's dreams are, are taking him. Uh, he's got this dream that he's going to be the, 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 the big guy, the head honcho with these, and his, his brothers are having none of it. Did they end up killing him? No, they, they actually say, well, let's just throw him in the system and, and forget it about him. So we don't have to kill him. We just, he just dies as, as, as a consequence of what we, what we did. But, um, the story goes on, and, and it's a fascinating story to read. Just, mm, it, it's 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 better than most most life life dramas on telly. Or actually, a good it, it is a good book, and lots of twists and turns. But what happens then is is well, they decide actually let's just not not, not throw him there. Let's just sell sell him on as a slave. So mm. so they, it's gonna happen, and um, so. He sold him to the Midianites, who then sold him onwards. So, so jo uh, Joseph, at this stage, still being 17, was was now almost killed. He was sold as a slave, and then he was passed on to yet another country. Uh, and he ends up in Pharaoh's uh, court. Now, Egypt has a very special meaning in the life of the Israelites. There's been a number of occasions where, where things happen in, uh, in, in Egypt. And we think that, okay, well, is this going to be better or is it going to be worse? Um, the story goes on, and if we then uh, go a little further, we, we're now in, um, in chapter 30, 39. Um, so if we read from, uh, from the beginning of 39, now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ismailites who had taken him then. Uh, now, the Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. And whatever happened, God was with him, and everything he turned into went really well. So all of a sudden we say, okay, well, he goes from really bad to actually to actually being really, really good. Now, he was on his own. He was actually uh, being put on the whole, whole um, um, household. And he was a respected young official in Pharaoh's court. Now, he was still with God. He says that the Lord was with Joseph. 
But that also requires that Joseph was close to God. Yeah. Mm. He didn't bow down under pressure. His dreams did not die. Mm. Yeah. We have the same, same story, actually, storyline happening in many of the other passages in the Bible. Mm. We remember about Daniel and, and how he was put in the court and, uh, uh, and thrown into the, into the fire or the lion's den. And in a way, this Joseph's story parallels with Jesus' story. That he was the chosen one. He had a, a, a quest and a mission. And through his life, he had to go through a lot of different ordeals. And in the end, we know how it ends, he ends up saving the whole, his whole family like Jesus did for this God's big family. But also in a way, it reflects our life. We're all chosen, that's why we're here. Mm. And God has a plan for us. Mm. A plan, a dream, that he may, may not have actually revealed to us yet. Mm. But we need to listen to him. The small things during daytime, but, but also dreams. Mm. We dream about different things dream about being a flourishing church, being, being, mm -hmm. being good with God, having the, the children grow up, uh, outreaching in the, in the local community. These are all dreams. Mm -hmm. They might not happen in, in when we sleep, but they're a vision. There's something that we aspire towards. And then Joseph didn't give up on his dreams, although God had plenty more in, in store for him, as he does for all of us. Now, God does talk to us through dreams. He said it in, um, in, in Acts 2.17 and actually in Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And the old men will dream dreams. So, Johan and the the other who are slightly older, it is good to dream. <laughs> and Rudy, Ian, you may be coming towards this stage of life a little later on. But I, 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 I strive to sometimes form a, a vision of what would I like to do? What has God in plan for me? Uh, we've all been blessed abundantly. And, and you go look back in your life, there's a lot of, lot of times when you see, okay, this was God working. And it feels really good. Often when there's, there's, there's trouble or hardship or illness or bereavement or whatever it is, it's tough. But when you get to the other side of it, you can see the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And you can see how God can use everything that happens to our lives yeah. to work in our lives, but more so in other people's lives around us. Mm -hmm. I like it, and the old men will dream dreams. I've had many a dream die. I was planning to retire at 55. I put 10% of my salary in, in, in the pension scheme. Uh, this was 20 odd years ago. And I had a, a nice seven figure uh, pot to retire on. And then a number of things happened at the same time. You might remember internet boom crash, uh, then yeah. there was 9-11, uh, other than that. And then all of a sudden, um, what I thought I had a nice package to actually retire on in 10 years time, rather than having the seven-figure thing, when I pressed the button sell, 
I got two thousand six hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. How do you read that? It's it's. It was hard. That was probably the well, by far that was the, the 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 hardest pressing up enter button that I've ever done. Um, but if that wouldn't have been so, we would not be here. Um, and you look back at that, well, that was God working. I didn't like it at the time, not at all. And the, well, then we came to, came to this church, and then the last 17 years have been kind of challenging at times. But it's God working. Yeah. And the thing is that I've, I've, I've been able to go to places, see people, uh, do things that I could not have imagined, even if I had all the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, money doesn't really make you happy, actually. Money makes you miserable. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's studies about the lottery winner, so if you win a million or more, I think 85% say after a year, I'm actually not happier than I was a year ago. Mm. So. What is true happiness then? It's, it's, it's being in the day, here where we are, and trusting that God is working our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But He is, and He talks to us through dreams. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> we go to the next chapter in, in, in Joseph's life. Um, so he's in, in the court of, of the king. Potiphar puts him in charge of everything in Egypt, apart from his wife. Now it says here in, um, let me just see, that would be in probably, uh, in verse 39, verse 7. Now Joseph was well built and handsome. We know jo uh, Joseph being well built and, and handsome. We, I think we have uh, similar young men here. <laughs> uh, and after a while his master's wife took notice of him and said, come to bed with me. Now, this is probably not God talking. No. It comes from the other direction. But this is reality in life. When things are going well, there are other kinds of traps and challenges. And we know how that story unfolds, is that, that Joseph declines to do that. I've been put in charge, I'm with God, this is not the right thing to do. And he gets accused how do you go back? There you go. Uh, accused of um, actually doing that. So, and, and then there's, there's his wrongly accused, then the reason. When his master heard this, uh, the story, his wife told him a lie, saying, This is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Similar anger that his brothers did. Uh, Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. Probably, again, it's not a very nice place, this, this prison. No, no prisons are nice, apart from Norway. Um, uh, they make it so nice that the, the prisoners don't want to go there back. Know, but it seems to work. The re-offending rates in Norway are among the, the lo lowest in the world. Uh, but while Joseph was in the prison, the Lord was with him again. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of a prison warden. So we see the same pattern coming on. So there's adversary, and when Joseph is with God, close to God, God is with him. Now, in the jail, 
He's still in jail, but he was put in charge of everything in the jail. It's a similar story. And there's these two, two, two people who, who also fell, fell away with, with them, um, with, the, um, with the pharaoh. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two, two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream the same night. And each dream had a meaning of its own. So now these other people are dreaming. And Joseph was put in a charge of, of actually explaining the dreams. And so one, one's dream was good, so he's going to be restored, and the other person's dream wasn't so good, he was to be impaled. And that's what happened. So sometimes, like Joseph here is, is, is a, a messenger for good news and bad. Yeah. Sometimes what God puts on our dreams is he might actually shadow what is going to happen. But the story here was, again, that it was about Joseph. They promised that the guy who, who, whose, whose dream was the good dream, he said, ah, oh, Joseph said, that just, when you get out of the jail, just remember me. <laughs> and two years go, and nothing happens. So, so life is, 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 is bad. He says in, 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 in 4033, the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot about him. And how often do we feel like that, that maybe God has forgotten about us? Mm. Mm. Things are not going the way they should. See, he, he promised to, 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 to prosper us, and then here we are, and the bank account is still just, just flat. Hopefully not, not red all the time. Uh, or when I'm still not finding a, a partner for myself, which is a big thing for the singles. It's like, mm. you're... you're, you're Loyal, you, you, you stay firm in, in faith, and yet it's not happening. Mm. Mm. What do you do then? How do we get over that? I think the only way really is to, to be close to God. Mm. Mm. And do not let your dreams die. Mm. I think that, that's really the key point. Now, uh, Joseph is still in jail, and now the Pharaoh starts to have dreams. Uh, when two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing by the Nile, and there's a couple of stories about fat cows and ugly cows. <laughs> um, and I think he's referring to animals here. Um, uh, uh, and then he woke up. And he had a second dream. Seven heads of grain, healthy and good, and then seven that were, were ugly. And Joseph was called now to help. So, so they remember, the cupbearer remembered, oh, there was this guy who could interpret dreams. He was like a God's messenger. Let's get him back. Joseph gets reinstated. Um, and now he starts to work with, with, uh, with Pharaoh. And um, again, interpreting these dreams. Seven good years, seven not so good years. Seven years of famine when a lot of things go on. And this is God's plan of actually protecting the whole country of Egypt. We see that in the seven years he was in charge, he puts all the things, he, he builds storehouses, he gathers the, the, the harvest in, so that they can actually survive the next seven years. Do mm. so we see God's planning is working here? Well, what about us then? Do we see in our daily lives God's plan is working for us? Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. 
But when we do, it will be really important to take note. Mm. God talks to us in many ways. He talks to us in prayer. He talks about what, 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 what happens. He talks to us by sending people to us uh, from unexpected places. Anna Kaisa was going through a lot of difficult times when with her cancer and, and to a degree that, that she was really angry with God. Mm. Um, as you would. Yeah. But this God, this is not how you plan and to prosper me and, and, mm. and bless me. And eventually she went through a lot of churches and asking for God and God. Can anybody explain why this is happening? Where, where is God? Yeah. Well, no, there's God, but like Anna Kaiser says, I don't she, um, think she might say, she put God in a rubbish bin, literally. Mm. She said, you can have it, stuff it, gone. I've had it myself. And what happened then is, is God sent a missionary from Japan who would actually have the answers. Mm. You, would, expect, you did, would not expect that to happen. No. And here we are again. And it's those things where God works in, in, in ways that are way beyond us. Mm. But we need to listen to the people he sends to, to, to be close to us. Mm. Got these wonderful people from Romania. Mm. Amen. We, 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 we were looking at, okay, well, uh, the family group is growing and, and then Wale and Funke are, are, are moving away. And so we need somebody to come in and, 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 and be part of this church. And we prayed and the next day we heard that <laughs> they come. <laughs> By the way, they've been leading the church in Romania. And, and they're really happy in family groups and they, they do this and they they kids and... Amen. Uh, and, and God does work. Well, we need to have faith. So, do we see what's happening around us? Do we see how God's plan is working? We should. We should pay attention. And when we do that, we should dare to dream. And when we, when we have those dreams, we've got a lot of energy coming in, we, we, we thrive. We can thrive in good situations, but also we can thrive in difficult situations. People around us will see that where faith and the strength comes from God, an adversary is actually much more powerful than the good times. And they know, if they're not Christians, that if they have something similar going through, they will come to us. Because we have something that they don't. We have a God who cares. We have a God who is with us. We have a God who will take us through. And like, um, like Cyrus, the other Cyrus was in jail and they were, they, they were singing to God even if they were in, in, in jail, we can be happy no matter what the circumstances are. We can, we can bring glory to God, regardless of the circumstances. So the plan is unfolding. Another five chapters goes, uh, but Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it in Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and a put gold chain around his neck. He had him ride his chariot as his second in command, and people shouted before him, Make way, Joseph comes. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. And where did he come from? Last week he was in jail. 
two years ago he was in jail. He was put in a, uh, thrown in a well, led to die, and actually no, we just sell him as a slave. And this is a guy whose life is turned around. But not so, actually. It really, what happens then is, is then the whole story unfolds. And, uh, and if, if we look, um, the, just the titles in, um, uh, in the Bible, it, it says, um, and, or verse 40, the cupbearer and the baker, the pharaoh's dreams, um, Joseph in charge of Egypt, Joseph's brothers go to Egypt, the second journey to Egypt, there's a lot of traveling going around. Um, and then there's a, a twist in the plot, there's a silver cup in a sack, do you remember that? Yeah. Mm. Why is that? So that Joseph was making sure that his old father would finally come mm. to, to Egypt, where he could be safe and the whole tribe would actually be, be, be um, sheltered from the famine. Mm. The famine killed a lot of people. And eventually Joseph makes himself known, Jacob goes to Egypt and, uh, and we go uh, finally to, to chapter 49 where, where the plan has been unfolded and then Jacob is at the very last days of his life and he's blessing him, his sons. So then Jacob called for his sons and said, gather around so I can tell you what will happen to you in days to come. Remember, this is the father of the Israelite nations. Mm. Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob, listens to your father Israel. This is a really a culmination point for the whole Israelite nation to take shape and actually go to the ground, uh, to the world, and actually start the journey that God had planned for them. Mm. But it went through so many twists and turns that it's just amazing. So God, God wants to bless us in abundance too. But in the beginning in, in Jeremiah he said, I'm going to make you prosperous. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to be with you. So what we need to do is we need to dare to dream. Be close to God and, and not let go of that hope that we got when we got baptized. Mm. All the blessings are there. The dreams are there. And, and God's dreams are much bigger than ours. He can be immeasurably more than what we can even imagine. Amen. So, I think my, my three points today, really, quite simply, are that we need to dream. Sometimes dreams die. We need to be close to God and let His plan come, come, come to be. And then, as a final outcome, live life to the full every day as we can. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.